0: Hello, my fellow Cosmic Wanderer. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Harmonizing Joy, a sacred communion with the fabric of the universe. I am your host, Joy, and I am incredibly honored and dumbfounded at you and your presence here with me today. This podcast is a multifaceted tapestry. This podcast is a culmination of so many things that I am incredibly excited to share with you over the coming weeks and months. But for today, we are going to talk about beginning things, the lessons that I have learned in my journey of having many dreams and many desires to do many things, overcoming the fear of beginning. Before we dive into this topic, I would love to take a few moments to connect with this now moment. Would you take a moment with me and breathe? One of the most profound and honestly easiest ways that I've learned to connect with the now moment is through breathing. And so for the next few moments, we are going to bring our awareness to our body, to our breath, and feeling the sensations wash over our body. As we inhale and exhale. And as we breathe, we are going to connect to our belly, pushing that belly out as we inhale and pulling that belly all the way in as we exhale. So oftentimes we are sitting and in the position of sitting it cuts off the ability to take those really deep oxygenating breaths. So if you have the opportunity to adjust your body position in a way that will allow you to take a deeper fuller breath I encourage you to do so. Another way to elongate your torso is to set at the edge of your chair and allow your knees to fall below a 90 degree angle and open up your lower abdomen. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Inhale with me. And now exhale remember we are inhaling through the nose and we are exhaling through our mouth a little tool that I have learned and it really helps to focus our body is to smell the flowers and blow out the candles so let's do this again smell the flowers blow out the candles one more time let's inhale as deeply as we possibly can pulling that oxygen up through our entire being you can imagine as if you are pulling oxygen from the bottom of your belly all the way up to the top of your head on the count of three two one And blow it all out. Very good. Thank you. It's so fascinating to me to explore different modalities that... So many other cultures have been using for centuries. Breathing is one we so easily take for granted and yet it has some of the most powerful uses for our body that we are just now beginning to understand as a Western society. If you haven't looked into Breathing techniques and breath work. I highly recommend it. There's a bunch of resources on YouTube, different meditations that you can follow, different breath work sessions, different breath work facilitators, and I highly, highly, highly recommend connecting with some of those. This is my inaugural episode for Harmonizing Joy. And I could not be more ecstatic. Podcasting has been on my heart for a number of years, actually. But before wanting to podcast, I had grander ideas of having a YouTube channel. Before wanting to have a YouTube channel, I worked in radio and in TV and had lots of experience in editing and filming and audio production and felt like it was the natural movement for my life to step into the social media game. And over the years, I have done a number of different things. I have learned... A host of things from different education courses that I have taken, but I have not executed on very many of the ideas and dreams that I have had. There are loads of reasons that I could get into as to the reasons why, or some would call the excuses as to why. Most of them have to do with my own doubt. Of myself, the doubt of my ability, the doubt of my worth, my value, and I have allowed that to hold me back for years and years of stepping into the things that have been calling me, and literally I mean calling me. This episode is an attempt to bring the different lessons that I have learned over the last few years of starting things, running with things. So maybe, just maybe, this episode will help you become unstuck and to just jump for the thing that you have been wanting to do. Or maybe it will help you just know that there is someone else out there who is just as scared as you are and yet is decided to just do the damn thing. So without further ado, lesson number one, just start. Start scared, start raw, start, and just begin doing it. We spend so much time, especially as women, we spend so much time overanalyzing and overthinking absolutely everything. It's in our biology, I believe. It's in the rewiring of our brains that takes place when we are growing and birthing and nurturing a child in those first five years. It is up to us to ensure that they have food, that they are warm, that they are happy, and that they are growing and developing. It is in our makeup to ensure all of the things that are required to sustain life for our children, and so we overthink everything. We look at things and we go down the rabbit hole of how will this function for our family, and so, What that has done for us in so many cases, mine included, is I overthink and ensure that I have all of the right tools and all of the right gadgets and all of the things to make this job as easy and seamless as I possibly can so that I can focus on the art or on the thing that I'm excited about doing. And I just want to say to you, it's okay if you don't have everything in place and it's okay to completely... Fumble your way forward. Just start. Just get in the middle of it and go. Jump in the deep end and figure out how to swim, as I like to say it. The steps will come as you begin walking. Do it dirty. Do it scared. Do it anyway. There's an old saying that I heard years and years ago that said, it's really challenging to turn and to steer a parked car. But once that car is in motion, turning that car on a dime makes it a lot easier. Taking that adage to apply to our lives, movement is the best way to change your life. Moving in some direction, it doesn't even have to be the quote unquote right direction. Just start moving in a direction. Lesson number two. One of the fundamental core beliefs of mine that has changed over the years is this idea of right and wrong. All growing up, I had the mentality that there was a right and a wrong, that this particular thing was good, this particular thing was bad, this was right and this was wrong, and I could only make right decisions because wrong decisions created intense consequences and those consequences if you could learn from other people's mistakes if you could learn from other people's life choices then you would not experience the depths of consequences for your quote-unquote wrong decisions in the last few years during my deconstruction of my beliefs and thoughts and person, I have adjusted that. I no longer believe that there is a right or wrong. I believe that there is only lessons. I believe that there is things that we get to learn through this earth school. Sometimes those lessons are intense. Sometimes those lessons create experiences that in our microscopic view of the situation, wonder why did I experience that? That wasn't my fault. I don't understand why that particular thing I had to go through. And then sometimes there are lessons that bring incredible joy and peace and grace to our lives in the past we've labeled those as that was a bad choice and this was a good choice oftentimes what comes with this belief is the judgment of good and bad if a choice has caused us pain then we label that as a bad choice If it brought us pleasure or a reward of some kind, that choice was labeled as a good choice. We see this over and over and over again with literally everything, but one thing that stands out is when I had a baby, if my baby was easygoing and created very little pain for me or discomfort or had very little expressed needs, the question was are they a good baby? And so we get this idea that good is less discomfort, is easy, is enjoyable, and bad is pain, discomfort, annoyances even. And what I have learned over the last few years is that that judgment is wildly inaccurate. There really is no good or bad. It is purely lessons. It is purely learning. It is purely expanding. It is purely growing. Number three, when you choose to do something, do it with your whole heart. When you choose to do something, do it with your entire heart do it with your whole soul, do it with everything in you. But if you can't do it with everything in you, then do it with what you've got. As a mom, I've used this excuse for a really long time. I can't do it with my whole being. I am a very, very, very passionate person. And when I latch onto something I am incredibly passionate about it for the season and this time that I am into that thing. And then I will move on to something else and might not be quite as passionate about it moving forward. But the lesson that I learned from whatever it was that I was passionate about is definitely ingrained into my being. And as a mother, it is very challenging for me to separate that part of myself. I'm either all in on mothering or I'm all in on business or I'm all in on being a wife the meme that i saw not too long ago that said if you had 40% that day and you gave 40% then you gave 100% lesson number 4 energetics matter what do i mean by that the energy that you bring to the project the energy that the project was conceived in, the energy that the project will be executed in, matters. What you choose to do with that energy and the extent at which you choose to direct that energy is up to you. Just know that energy matters and it matters a lot. Lesson number five. I personally am obsessed with learning new things. I love it. I have a voracious desire to learn. I have taken a lot of time out of my life to feel like I need to fully be able to do all of the jobs for whatever project it was that I was doing. I needed to not only be the designer, I needed to learn how to design really well. I also needed to be the editor and the publisher, and I needed to be the marketer and the salesperson and the accountant and the social media guru, and the list goes on and on. Just because I want to learn it all doesn't mean I have to. There are some incredible people in the world who are really, really phenomenal at what they do, and to hire them to do a job that they are really passionate about only increases your leverage. It only increases your energetic output as well and your input actually. You are now compounding your effort. That is not to say that you cannot do it all because by golly, there are plenty of people out there that are doing it all. But let me just encourage you that you don't have to do it all. As mothers, we have somewhat of a martyr complex to think that the only way that it can get done and get done right is if we do it. And that is a wildly false narrative that we have bought in hook, line, and sinker. If we will let that belief system go and replace it with a belief that when I add people, when I allow other people to add their flair and their energy and their ideas to things, it only can get better. Then what we experience is a project that is more expansive than we could have ever dreamed. It allows that project to go further than we could have ever imagined. There is an infinite amount of capacity when two energies are brought together to create something. And so I want to encourage you to evaluate yourself and ask, what are some things that I don't actually really need to do or have to do? And can I bring somebody else into my sphere, into this project to make it stunning, to explode the energy in that space? Lesson number six. In this patriarchal Society that we have created for ourselves over the last few hundred years, there has been this belief that in order to do something, there has to be a purpose and an end to it. There needs to be a clear goal and expectation of ROI before we can step into doing anything. And what I am slowly learning is that the divine feminine when we access our feminine and step into this feminine mindset the feminine says I want to do it because it brings joy to the world I want to do it because it brings beauty to my life there is no big overarching goal it is doing something purely because I want to do it, purely because it brings so much beauty and pleasure. So I invite you to ask yourself, is this thing that I'm doing, does it actually need a deadline? Or is this something that I just get to do because it's something that I desire to do? It brings me joy. It brings me pleasure. It brings me delight. Here is the last and final thing that I will leave you with. If you are a mom, I'm speaking directly to you. What are the things or what is the one thing that lights your soul on fire? Something that brings tingles to your body when you think about doing it participating in it what is the one thing that maybe you've never admitted to anybody that you really really love because either a it's really embarrassing in your mind or it's really bizarre or somebody might think that I'm really weird if I admit that or my mom would not have liked that if I said that I like doing that so I can't do it What is that one thing? I want to challenge you. I want to invite you. I want to encourage you to do one thing in pursuit of that thing that lights your soul on fire. Maybe the first thing is to just admit it to admit that that's the thing that you like. Maybe you don't know what that thing is that really lights your soul on fire. And if that's the case, then the question that you're asking yourself is what is that thing that that lights me up? That brings tingles to my being that I could get lost in thinking about. I could get lost in research and not have any clue what the time of day it was. That thing that I know beyond a shot of a doubt that I was brought here to do, to experience, to produce, to create, to receive. If you already kind of know what that is, then can I encourage you to sit with it. Take 10 minutes out of your day in the shower, in the bathtub, while you're sitting on the toilet, (laughs) put your phone down and allow yourself to think about that thing. Allow yourself to think about how it would change your life if you gave it 10 minutes a day to focus on. If you're a busy mom like I am with lots of littles and it feels like there's no time in the day for things, I don't know about you, but I steal away time in the bathroom and allowing myself to not take my phone in there or even a book or allow myself to take a bath and think about these things that... Like really light my soul up, and how devastated would I be if in 20 years I did nothing on any of those things? I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for you. We were, we were designed to experience pleasure and joy in this life, and for us as women, it has been a really long time that we have downplayed our pleasure, that we have ignored ourselves, our desires, our dreams, our thoughts. And I'm here to call that back in each of you. Here's a bonus thought around starting something, beginning something, harmonizing with the desires of our heart. I would like to submit a perspective. What if the very desires that you have The things that at one time we couldn't stop thinking about, or maybe today you can't stop thinking about, or these ideas and thoughts and desires, wants, what if allowing ourselves to harmonize with these thoughts and ideas and dreams causes us to transform into the very soul that we were brought here to be. What if the very journey of exploring those dreams and ideas and the learning process along the way is that very evolutionary process that was required for us to grow and mature as souls? Now, I'm going to get into more of that thought process around what I believe concerning evolutionary journey of the soul. Um, what this planet is all about, and this idea of Earth School. But for right now, I would like to just submit this idea with you. That if we don't do the thing that lights our soul on fire, that brings these incredible sensations to our body when we think about doing them, when we think about experiencing them, is actually the very thing that is not allowing us to mature and grow and evolve. That it's keeping us stuck. What if it's the very thing that we came here to do? On this podcast, we're going to be talking a lot about pleasure. We're going to be talking a lot about femininity. What does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean to be a feminine goddess? And that phrase in and of itself is cringe for a lot of people, especially in the culture that I have come from. In this podcast, we're going to dive into a lot of those questions a lot of those concepts, a lot of these ideas. And my hope and, and prayer is that we get to hash them out a little bit and and maybe come to a little bit more peace in ourselves and embracing the magical nature that we are. My prayer and hope is that this podcast is a safe place for you to share your thoughts and ideas. If you are someone who is exploring these ideas as well. I would love to have you on this podcast and talk these things out. I would love to hear your thoughts and your, your perspective here to share your story. I am very excited about interviewing people and having a dialogue on this podcast and it not just be me being the talking head here. Nonetheless, I have enjoyed our moments together today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you being here with me as I explore this journey of this evolution of my soul. The next podcast is going to be a little bit of my story. And I'm telling you, I have labored already two hours over this question just for this podcast, not to mention the gobs of hours I have spent over the last few years asking that question and trying to hash it out who is joy. As we wrap up today's episode, remember that each of us holds a unique note in the symphony of the universe. Let's cherish our individual melodies, yet always seek the harmony that connects us all. Keep weaving your joy into the tapestry of existence. Until next time, keep your spirits harmonized and your joy amplified.